back in here for Soccer and Snow and Smoke, second time in a week. Happy to be doing it. We had Chris Chitavisky and Ashley Herndon from the Grizz Soccer coaching staff in here talking Women's World Cup earlier in the week. Covered every team, every group. If you want, you can find that. Just search Soccer and Snow and Smoke on your favorite podcast platforms. Please rate, review, subscribe. Five stars only. Second edition of Soccer and Snow and Smoke this week. Joining me, Andrew Houghton, in studio, Charlie Van Dam and Gary Stein from Soccer Alliance Missoula. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for having us, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Good to see you. Love talking with these guys last year when they made their podcast debuts, or at least Charlie did, with Chris Chitavisky to talk a little bit about Soccer Alliance Missoula, but it's coming up again this year, Soccer Day. And that's going to be the main focus of this podcast. They're going to tell us a little bit about what Soccer Day is, what the activities are going to be, and how you can get involved. But first off, guys, just... uh, what have you thought about this summer? Women's World Cup started this morning with two games. Did you guys watch? I didn't watch, but I heard the <laughs> scores. And, uh, you know, it's like even with the Men's World Cup, I mean, we, there's going to be surprises. And there definitely was a big surprise this morning with New Zealand knocking off Norway. You hear it every time the, the World Cup comes around, men's or women's. Home field advantage is such a huge thing in an event like this and certainly true for New Zealand this morning uh, knocking off Norway one to nothing uh, any general thoughts about what you're looking forward to for this edition of the Women's World Cup I, I think the storylines are you know the three-peat right that's a storyline that we're going to hear a lot about and then you'll hear about you know individual players um, Sam Kerr is out for the first two games for Australia but it didn't seem to matter they won anyway um, but, you know, the focus will be on some of those personalities as they rise up um, in the tournament. Um, I think the addition of the new teams expanding the tournament is, is sort of a, a pro-con thing. You know, does it water down the competition or does it actually um, make the competition better in one way or another? And, um, yeah, I just think Australia and New Zealand have really done a lot of work on the back end leading up to this. Um, so I'm super surprised by their win, but I'm not from the perspective of they put a lot of energy into making this happen um, in the first place. And Australia, I, I, I think they could really come through even without Sam Kerr just because um, I think this home field advantage matters a lot more at this level for, for this particular venue and context than it does in some other situations. So. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to are the storylines more than anything else. Well, huge three points for New Zealand this morning. And, you know, when you talk about the home field advantage, three points gets you a long way towards getting out of the group. So that could be a huge developing story to watch if the New Zealand women's team can keep up that early success. We'll get an early data point on if the new team's waters down the tournament because the U.S. women's national team opens up with Vietnam tomorrow. So if they put eight or nine goals past Vietnam, we'll see. Maybe it's not so great to have those teams in the tournament. I'm hoping for it to at least be a competitive game. Charlie, your thoughts on this year's edition of the the U.S. women? Well, I definitely think that they are the favorite, even though they're missing a couple of their stars. Um, But I think most teams, you know, have some people that are out. And so I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of much more parity than we've seen in previous Olympics. I mean, not Olympics, but World Cups. And uh, and so I'm excited for these like underdog matchups. I, not that I think that Vietnam is going to knock off the U.S., but you're right. I mean, it would be good if if they could keep it, you know, the margin narrow and and make it an exciting match. 
Yeah, the distribution of players is interesting too. Like the Philippines, um, they're banking on a lot of, not a lot, but a fair number of uh, American developed players from college scene. And I think that's a really fascinating dynamic. Um, it really makes the women's game way more international than the men's game in that respect. Um, American players going to play in European leagues, Brazilians playing in other leagues. And um, some of those young players are going to step up. I don't know what team they'll be on and where they're from. We don't know who they are. But I think you're going to see some players, teams like Vietnam, Philippines, the lesser ran, so to speak, that are really going to shine. And I think that sets up a really exciting tournament instead of that sort of predictable thing of the natural powers are going to be there. And then, you know, the also rans will get their, you know, their run out. It's one of the great milestones. It's one of the great developments of sort of the increased development that we've seen in women's soccer over the last couple World Cup cycles. I mean, teams like Zambia and Haiti have players playing in the top leagues in Europe, which are now receiving so much increased investment. So those opportunities are there now for, for players from around the world to play in the top leagues in Europe. So we'll see how that plays out. Super excited to continue watching the Women's World Cup. We'll continue to have content from the Women's World Cup and around the Women's World Cup throughout the month here on Soccer and Snow and Smoke. Charlie Van Dam and Gary Stein from Soccer Alliance Missoula in studio with us. Love having these guys in here because they know a ton about the game. Before we get to Soccer Day, anything else that's caught your eye this summer that you wanted to talk about? Well, the big thing that I think that it's hitting MLS, Major League Soccer, is the arrival of Messi at uh, Inter-Miami. And I think his debut is, well, I know his debut is tomorrow night in a, uh, what, what's the tournament called? The the League's Cup, yes, nope. the League's Cup. <laughs> the made-up cup. Yeah, yeah right. So, I, you know, I'm looking forward to it. A lot of people think, like, oh, it's another aging star that just shows up into the U.S. and, and uh, you know, tries to make, you know, a couple hundred million dollars off of that. But I think it provide it brings a lot of attention to U.S. soccer, not just locally and domestically, but throughout the world, but having, like, one of the best players in the world – coming to the U.S. to play soccer. I think the the seismic ramifications of this are going to be really far-reaching. We're not going to know what they are until we look at it in hindsight, I think. But this, to me, feels like the next evolution of MLS's strategy to grow as a brand. And it's ironic and probably appropriate that this is happening for David Beckham's Inter-Miami because David Beckham was sort of the first move for MLS to gain relevance in the mid-2000s. Now he owns a team that was part of the deal when he came over, and now they're bringing Lionel Messi and friends, right? Because Sergio Busquets, Jordi Alba, potentially Andres Iniesta, all coming over to, to play in Miami. So sort of the uh, the desiccated corpse of those great Barcelona teams going to be playing <laughs> their club soccer in MLS and in Miami. It'll be fascinating to watch sort of what happens. And, and does this grow the game in the U.S., does MLS get what they want out of this deal? What, what does Messi want out of this deal? Does he get what he wants? So we'll, we'll watch those storylines in the months and years to come. Yeah, I would, um, uh, just as a child of that generation, uh, remind people that when Pele arrived, the um, seismic impact of his arrival and participation in NASL um, is the standard by which you're going to have to look at Messi and anybody else's impact. 
And I just don't see that happening for a lot of different reasons. It, it is fascinating to watch, and I agree 100% that economically, financially, the money is just going to be huge. But I'm not sure it does anything to uh, move the needle in terms of either soccer participation or attention um, or any of those things. Um, because it's already been done, and I think that impact was so monumental, uh, we don't even realize it in some ways. And so I think the attention that will pay to, pay to Messi in this dynamic will be interesting. I don't know if in 20 years we'll be having a conversation about that impact in the same way that um, we may talk about the impact of uh, the NASL and Pele and all of that in the 1970s. You know, we forget Franz Beckenbauer, Carlos Alberto, um, you know, top world-class players at the end of their game were coming to the NASL. So the model has already been replicated in one way or another. It's a failed model financially. Sure. But um, in terms of promoting soccer, it was hugely successful. Um, I don't know if MLS will achieve that sort of... Um, there's no more grassroots to grow. The ceiling is lower because right, right. it's already been done before and the 100%. game is, is much more established here now than it was back in those days. Last word on the messy thing. For me personally, I just as somebody who follows MLS, just so intrigued from, from a soccer level to see how he fits in the league mm -hmm. and how that's going to play out and what that Inter-Miami team that's at the bottom of the Eastern Conference right now is going to look like with the, the greatest player certainly in the game right now, potentially of all time on the roster. It's just a fascinating on-field experiment that I'm really super intrigued to follow. Charlie Van Dam and Gary Stein of Soccer Alliance Missoula in studio with us on Soccer and Snow and Smoking. Guys, let's get to the reason that you're here. Soccer Day coming around for the second time. I thought it was a great event last year. I was able to attend last year. I had a wonderful time. Charlie, just tell everybody what this event is, the broad strokes here. Soccer Day is intended to be a celebration of Missoula soccer and bringing all the different soccer communities into one place and having us just, you know, um, work together rather than working uh, in different silos. So we really, the whole idea is just to bring our, our soccer community together and have a big celebration. Um, we are um, expanding from what we did from last year. Uh, this year we're going to feature different events for people to come, whether they want to compete, whether they just want to play, whether they just want to watch. So we have uh, a lot of events going on, and it's going to be held August 26th, Saturday, August 26th at Fort Missoula Regional Park. Um, and uh, But some of the events that we have going on, we have we're actually having – a, a unified game with the Grizz soccer team um, and Special Olympic athletes. So that's going to be at 3 o'clock on Saturday. Um, we have a small seven-a-side tournament that we're putting on that's geared toward adults. But it is a, it's a celebration of how joyful soccer is. We, we're calling it Soccer is Joy Tournament. And, uh, and then we also are going to have pickup games for kids of all ages, young kids, old kids, anybody that wants to just play the game, we'll give them an opportunity to get out and just have some fun playing. The other um, big event that we have is um, we kind of timed soccer day to coincide with the beginning of high school soccer season. 
And uh, both Sentinel and Hellgate will be playing their first soccer matches uh, during Soccer Day. And uh, we're excited for that. Uh, we're going to have a lot of people coming just to watch those games. We hope they can participate in a lot of other ways. So the, we feel like the high school games, having them out there at Fort Missoula are going to be a big draw for um, the soccer community. That to me is one of the biggest things that you guys have added and one of the cooler things that you guys have added from last year is having actual these are actual official high school soccer matches taking place here. What what time and, and where can people find those? So um, all the information about the events at for Soccer Day Missoula can be found on the Soccer Alliance Missoula website, and that's missoulasoccer.com, missoulasoccer.com. And, uh, but... We'll start the Hellgate games will be starting at 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, so varsity uh, girls will play at, at 10. Varsity boys will be playing at, at noon. Um, then followed up, Sentinel boys will be playing Glacier at 2, and Sentinel girls will be playing Glacier at 4 o'clock. Um, and I, didn't, I forgot to mention that Hellgate will be playing Glacier in their two matches. Very cool. Uh, chance to to come out and see some of the best high school teams, certainly around here, probably in the state as well. Soccer Day Missoula, again, going to be August 26th, and it's going to be essentially a whole day event with those with those games going on starting at 10. So games, high school games starting at 10, and then you'll have pickup games, seven-a-side tournament, other things happening throughout the day. Again, it's at Fort Missoula. Saturday, August 26th. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend of soccer in the Garden City between Soccer Day happening on August 26th. The Montana Grizzlies start their season that weekend as well. So the next day, Sunday, they've got their big home matchup against Ohio State. Uh, the Buckeyes coming to Missoula to take on the Grizz. So it's just going to be an awesome way to start off the fall. Guys, talk to me about what you learned from last year's experience, what you took out of the first annual soccer day and, and what that process was like now coming in and planning and trying to make this second one bigger and better. Well, I think we had a pretty good attendance last year. Um, we had a lot of kids come out and play. We had like four fields that were full-time um, pickup soccer going on. We just didn't have the adults I thought would come out and just play pickup soccer. And so that's why we added this tournament. Um, just so we can get more of the adults out to participate in Soccer Day. Um, and then, of course, you know, we thought um, we're, we're looking at <laughs> following the kind of the model of uh, Minnesota Hockey Week, where they have all these mixes of pickup pond hockey, but also all these other matches going on, all these other games, hockey games going on at the same time. So we're trying to think about different ways we could bring people in. And then um, Anna Bruning from Missoula Parks and Rec recommended that we add um, a a unified game with Special Olympic athletes and have the Grizz team play with them. So that'll be a, a fantastic event showing how soccer can be played by all. Um, it's a game for everybody, and it's it's simple to play. Um, sometimes we make it a lot more complex than it needs to be, and uh, but I, I'm really looking forward to this um, this unified game with the Special Olympic athletes and the Grizz soccer team. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Well, that's sort of the spirit of the event. I remember you guys talking a, a ton last year about 
the spirit of the event really is a lot in the the pickup games between you know different groups of people who just find a ball in a field and go to play and that's something that is so huge in the spirit of soccer so huge in the background of the game talk to me a little bit about that because you guys have this unified game this year which i think really exemplifies that spirit as well as you do have the seven side tournament this year but there are also going to be pickup games just going on at, at some of these fields at fort missoula yeah, you know, I, it was some of the things that Soccer Alliance Missoula has really tried to promote is getting people to play more, um, what we call free play, but pick up soccer. And, um, you know, it's, you know, we've both, Gary and I have played a lot of pick up soccer over the years. And sometimes you have, that's the funnest games you play. I mean, that's the most enjoyable games you play. Sure, you, you like to compete. But boy, I tell you, it's there's so much joy to be had from just getting out and uh, just having a few friends go out and play a game. Whether it's like you play a three on three game or eleven on eleven, it's just it's just a pure game, and it's what's done throughout the world. Um, and we are, are we are trying to embrace that. I mean, a lot of times kids grow up, they think if they're going to play soccer, they need to have a coach, they need to have a practice, they need to have a game. But that's not the case. And, and uh, you know, the game can be played in your backyard, in the park, in the street. In, and, you know, it could be played just about anywhere. I mean, my kids probably, we broke a few things, but we played in our living room all the time. But it was like, it was a great time just to, you know, kick the ball around and just have fun. And, and, and so that's what we're really trying to embrace. Um, and hopefully we can get more people out just to, um, recognize that free play soccer and pickup soccer is just an easy thing to do and anybody could do it anywhere. I certainly had a great time playing in, in some of the pickup games at Soccer Day last year and it's it's just like you're talking about. You're playing five on five, six on six, seven on seven. People are joining the game. People are leaving the game. You know, maybe one team's got a couple more players than the other, but it's still, it's just so fun and freeing and really good for you as well in terms of, of keeping in shape and, and keeping your mind sharp as well Yeah, uh, because soccer is great for that in any context. So there will be, again, pickup games going on here at Soccer Day at Fort Missoula, August 26th. But then again, if you want something a little bit more structured, you guys are adding the 7-on-7 seven seven tournament this year. Tell people how they can get involved and sign up a team for that if you got a squad. How can they get involved in that seven-on-seven tournament? Uh, the seven-on-seven tournament, uh, Charlie was saying, go to MissoulaSoccer.com and we'll have the registration there. Yep. One of the things that I'm super excited about, I was trying to relay over to Charlie here a second ago, was um, normally when you go to um, adult tournaments, um, seven-a-side, 11-a-side, there's usually a gender um, sort of qualification. Um, you, you can have... It's co-rec, but you can have uh, you have to have a minimum of three women, or they set some standard of that nature. Um, to sort of continue to promote the fun, the joy of the game, uh, what we decided to do is to make this an all-gender um, tournament. So there's no numbers of males or females. You want an all-men's team, you want an all-women's team. That's fine. We just want you to play soccer. So super excited about that because I don't know any other tournament or place that is doing that. And I think it's really kind of um, emblematic of, of the game of soccer that um, it, it is genderless to a, a large degree and that, um, you know, we're, we're embracing 
uh, all human beings who want to play soccer as opposed to, um, you know, handing down some sort of restrictions or requirements on them. So um, I think that's one of the things that gets me really excited about Soccer Day, promoting it, being involved in it, is that joy aspect and, and that literally everybody is invited to participate. And that makes it easier to sign up, too. You don't have to worry about who's going to be on your team. If you got yourself, you got six or seven friends, get your team together, make a plan to be there August 26th at Fort Missoula. Go to MissoulaSoccer.com, sign up for this 7-on-7 tournament. I think that'll be a great time. And again, you guys really promoting sort of the fun, creative side of the game with this one. So while it is going to be a little bit more structured and competitive, Come out, have have a theme for your team, have fun, wear a costume if you want, just enjoy yourself. Anything else that you guys wanted to mention now going into to Soccer Day? Well, the, the tournament will have a fee for any team that enters. It'll be $150 to enter um, a team. But everything else at Soccer Day Missoula is, is free. Um, the high school games, there's no admission for the high school games to watch the Special Olympic a unified game. There's no fee for it. There's no fee to to uh, you know come out and play pickup soccer. And that's that's because we have some great sponsors for the event. I mean, Shield Sports is the uh, going to be the overall uh, headline sponsor for Soccer Day. Plus, we have uh, Inc. Realty Group that's going to headline the the uh, Seven Aside Soccer Tournament. Um, we have Young Mazda Missoula that's going to be sponsoring. Headlining the Special Olympic Grizz Unified Game, and then we have uh, Peak Health and Wellness. That's going to be uh, the headline sponsor for our high school matches going on. Very good. Thanks to all those sponsors for sponsoring these guys, helping make Soccer Day Missoula a reality here. Great list of sponsors for Soccer Day Missoula. One more time: the Who, What, When, Where, Why, August twenty sixth. Fort Missoula Regional Park getting kicked off, getting started with the high school games at about 10 a.m., and then you guys will be going throughout the day with various activities, games going on there. Guys, one more time, the website with all the info there, and if you want to sign up for the 7-on-7 tournament. Uh, MissoulaSoccer.com is the website. Uh, Just go to the uh, top tab and, and click on Soccer Day Missoula, and you can find the registration for the tournament and all the other information about Soccer Day. There you go. It's going to be another great event. It's going to be a great weekend of soccer in the Garden City. I encourage anybody who's listening to this, at least come out and enjoy the atmosphere and and wander and watch. Meet these guys. Jump into a pickup game if you're inclined. It's a great time. I had a great time last year hoping to get back out there. This year, Gary, before we get you out of here, we were talking sort of outside of the studio about another I guess, initiative that you're involved with, something else, another sort of PSA here that you wanted to make as far as the general health of soccer in the state. Right. Well, I serve as an official for uh, MHSA-sanctioned events and um, Montana Officials Association, and um, I don't know what you've heard about soccer. We had an excellent referee, excuse me, Andrew had an excellent referee on a recent episode of the show, and... um, I do want to separate out what's happening at the club level from the high school level. I'm talking exclusively about high school referees. We would love for you to come out and to be a referee. Don't worry about your level of experience. Uh, We can train you, teach you, um, and get you games. And you make a a couple of bucks on the side as well. It's a great way of paying back um, for um, any opportunities um, that you've had in soccer and uh, to give something back to the game. 
And um, we need refs. So that's the bottom line. If you're interested in becoming a soccer official, you can go to the MOA uh, website. It's the same as the MHSA website. Just type in Montana High School um, Association and you'll find that site and you can register as a referee. Then you'll be put in touch with me and then we'll start the process of assigning you games and we'll go from there. But um, it would be great to get some players, community members, folks who um, love the game to uh, step into this role of officiating. It's uh, way more fun than uh, people have told you about. And at the high school level, it's really, um, it's just a great experience to stay involved in the game. Yeah, it's hugely important. I've said it before, I'll say it again. We'll keep Ben in your ear about this throughout the late summer and into the fall. It's a great way to stay involved with the game. It's a great way to make some money. It's a great way to stay in shape. And it's a great way to give back to the community because we cannot have these games without referees. So if you're interested at all, I really encourage you to give it a shot. Gary's a great guy. You'll be working with him. That's another perk of the job. You can go to the MHSA website, and that can get the process started there. Again, looking for high school soccer refs across the state. If you're interested, go to the MHSA website. Give it a try. That's all for today. Guys, thanks for being in here. It's Charlie Van Dam and Gary Stein with Soccer Alliance Missoula giving us a little info about a great late summer event here in town. Soccer Day Missoula, again, August 26th. Fort Missoula, starting at 10 a.m., go out there, have fun. Charlie, Gary, thanks for being in here. You bet. Thank you, man. Thanks, Andrew. That'll do it for this edition of Soccer and Snow and Smoke. Soccer and Snow and Smoke is brought to you, as always, by Blackfoot Communications, as well as Zootown Sports Cards. Big thanks to our sponsors. I mentioned it will continue bringing you coverage from the Women's World Cup, as well as soccer season's getting underway here. Pretty shortly in Montana, we'll bring you preview content for the high schools as well as for the Montana Grizzlies. Keep an ear to all of that. Again, you can find Soccer and Snow and Smoke on all your favorite podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. For Charlie Van Dam, for Gary Stein, I'm Andrew Houghton. This has been Soccer and Snow and Smoke.